0: This is episode 153 of the IDRA Class Notes podcast.
1: Effective teaching and learning is occurring when I see that the students see themselves as part of the learning process, that they feel valid in the statements that they make, and then the arguments or the questions that they ask. If we want students to think like mathematicians and scientists, we have to treat them as such. We cannot treat them as some vessel that we're trying to fill up. It's our job to harness that creativity, that innovation and how they're thinking and then bring it into what they're trying to learn.
0: Hello and welcome back to IDRA's Class Notes podcast. This is Aurelio Montemayor with Paula Johnson Mm -hmm. in an ongoing conversation about STEAM education for every child and science, technology, engineering, math, adding arts to the formula. So how do we change the equation? We were talking about girls and students of color, poor children, are being excluded or not really integrated into being successful academically in science, technology, engineering and math. And of course, we talked a little bit about the integration of the arts into all of this. But how do we begin to change the equation?
1: Well, it's important for us as as a community. And I say that as the United States of the world, I think that we have a, a difficult task because what we have to do is More females, more minorities, more children of poverty need to be educated in STEM areas. And it can be done. It can be done. We have to take the time and effort. But the thing is, there's a dual task of not just providing access to the students, but also inspiration to the students. These students have basically been shunned from the STEM community. And in classrooms... As
0: unteachable, as as inappropriate for that community. Exactly. It's almost like unworthy. So neither genes nor poverty should influence our decisions about these children. There
1: are students who are not being given access who could have the cure for cancer that we're looking for. And not that not that one child, but their input could feed into the revolution of all that we do in technology. No matter how
0: poor the family or how limited the education of the parents.
1: Our brains are our brains. If they are provided the right education the right creativity, the opportunities to grow, they can be just as successful as any other child. The environment is what makes a child in the educational sense. But they have to see themselves as part of the STEM community, just like in our classrooms. Okay, so I taught math for 15 years, and now I've been with IDRA for five years. When I go into a classroom... Effective teaching and learning is occurring when I see that the students see themselves as part of the learning process, that they feel valid in the statements that they make and then the arguments or the questions that they ask. If we want students to think like mathematicians and scientists, we have to treat them as such. We cannot treat them as some vessel that we're trying to fill up. We have to take them as partners in the learning process and teaching process, take what they come with, the knowledge that they have just from their what, experience. What age does
0: this start? At
1: birth. So, a <laughs> as as so, so little learner can be a critical thinker. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, absolutely. When I talk to my sons, and of course everyone thinks their children are geniuses, but my sons have been brought up in a home where their ideas matter, where their questions are taken seriously. There is no stupid question. And so sometimes they will blow you away with the way they ask questions or the the way they think about things. And so it's our job to harness that creativity, that innovation in how they're thinking, and then bring it into what they're trying to learn. So when they think about mathematics, we try to clamp down and teach them one way to do addition and subtraction. Mm -hmm. But if their method is valid, we need to encourage that type of thinking let them do it on their own before we give them the formal this then this is this ask them what do you think you would do and that's the problem especially in mathematics and there's that we don't
0: ask opinions yeah but is that more important than memorizing the <clears throat> times
1: tables for example i think in the beginning it is we hmm. want them to feel comfortable in their thinking and that their thoughts matter that their thoughts are important that their thoughts are valid and then we learn to reconstruct how the process works into a more formal setting. But that's why these abstract math concepts are so abstract is because we try to force fit something onto the students.
0: Talking about the teaching of math and science, this move from STEM to STEAM, Mm -hmm. what is STEAM education?
1: STEAM education incorporates on an equal level and of equal value some form of art whether it is drawing whether it is poetry creative writing music, music
0: painting anything
1: painting anything anything that is a creative production of the student's understanding does that make sense
0: yeah but how is that integral <clears throat> into teaching these hard you know science and math things
1: well the thing is if you think about it this way STEAM education should segue into the STEAM professions. So if I'm a mathematician and I'm doing a lesson in my classroom, dealing with let's say art and, or even better photography, I might teach fractions through photography. Let's say they have to create a collage that creates one whole frame and the frame might have to use between five and eight photos. Of any shape that the child desires, let's say it's a surface area situation. So they have a a minimum and maximum surface area that they have to use. They're given a range. So of this, let's say it's 8 by 10. They have to cover that, let's say at at least 90% without wasted space, okay? So I'm giving you parameters. of This is just off the cuff. They have to cover 90% of their surface. And they have to use between 5 and 8 photographs. Of their choosing. Wow. So they're given parameters, but the creativity is... Okay, first, as the art piece, it might, let's say, uh, be on nature. Or they have to pick an area, a topic. It could be um, still art. It could be oceanography. But whatever they choose, and these could be clips from online, so they're not having to go out and take a picture. But it would be great if they did, with a camera or a phone, go take clips Mm -hmm. of pictures. And then they process them. So then they have to figure out, okay... If I have to fill 90%, how am I going to use this space effectively? So let's just say this project, of course, is phenomenal. And, of course, now I'm going to have to use it. But that might give them an opportunity to use something that someone in marketing uses right. later on in life. I've just created a billboard. They, but it's understanding space. Like So there's the surface area pieces and the, the calculations of mathematics. There's the use of art and say light or whatever you want to pull from the photography aspect but all of that blended is actually what someone's job is later on down the line so it's a realistic insight as to what someone does and you make it a theme so without that piece if i'm just on a piece of paper and i have to take these pictures or not even pictures blocks and measure them and figure out what the total surface area is that's not as fun as say landscaping right creating a landscape I have to use so many trees and uh, patio. and yes. It's so much different, or painting a house.
0: You know, I was just thought I would also then, after they do the project, then bring in the prism and look at the physics of light and color and see which colors dominate and which Definitely. ones seem to clash with each other, except for that small percentage of boys that are red-green colorblind like I am. Yes. Uh, that would be a different kind of activity, but, the but thing, there's a the physics of the light. The thing
1: about that whole piece, though, is that the assessment part of it yes. incorporates a rubric where they're assessed on both elements so it's yes. not five percent is from the photography half yes. is from the photography yes and that's the major difference between a stem lesson and a steam lesson but you're the also taking seriously
0: yeah there's concrete physical things yes. that illustrate the abstract concepts exactly. in their life. Yeah. they're
1: being they're being given an opportunity like right now project-based learning is also very a good proponent that would kind of naturally integrate the arts, because it's it, their assessment includes a bigger picture, a broader spectrum, if you will.
0: So I, as a teacher, have to develop a broader vision rather than a tunnel vision, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of teachers are concerned, well, I've got to learn more math, mm-hmm. and I've got to mm-hmm. learn more in science. And yes, you need to know the content better, but you need to see more of the integration. Yeah. So I think that we need mentors experienced teachers mm-hmm. who know how to integrate to guide the less experienced teachers mm-hmm. because we're not prepared in teacher training for these kinds of things. You no. Know?
1: This is something that definitely has to be taken on by an individual department, a school, a district, to incorporate more of the arts into the lessons. I mean, right now, a lot of teachers are, are still trying to tackle the idea of more visual literacy, using pictures and real-life events to take on the instruction of the concrete content. It's something that is not necessarily new. It just takes time. But there is, um, like, educationcloset.com has some sample lesson plans. They are huge proponents of STEAM, and they have some lesson plans that are from K through 12 in the four content areas using several of the arts for examples to build off of and I think they're adding more and more so it's something that you don't have to start from scratch you can implement and this is not something that you do every day I think that's another big thing just like I don't use folding organizers every single day and I don't play a game in math every single day you don't necessarily make this an everyday thing you have to build up those concepts you, you start with sure. the basics and then this is more of the assessment piece but I think that when students are given an opportunity to demonstrate their knowledge in an alternate way it gives more in-depth more rich understanding for the teacher as to how the student is thinking to make corrections or to broaden or extend what they're thinking but we are so multiple choice test-driven or right-or-wrong answer-driven, but we don't ask students to think about it in their own way and then express that to us so that we understand. That's how you really know a student has understood something. You
0: know you know what this reminds me of? Uh, I started teaching over 50 years ago, and as a high school English teacher, my first couple of years I was a total failure because I was a traditional English teacher the way I had been taught. So i would check for grammar and spelling. Mm-hmm. The kids were writing three sentences, and they'd get it back with all my red on them. mm mm-hmm. I was the American flag teacher. The paper was white, the ink was blue, and And my red was all all over it. (laughs) And so I realized that if I wanted them to write, I needed them to explode with words. So we started brainstorming and Mm -hmm. using collages to explain ideas and then writing the collages. And then eventually I would become the judge and figure out, what is appropriate writing but I needed a volume of words I see what you are saying in science and math is they need to be hooked and 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 get immersed Mm -hmm. in the concepts and then you piece it out over
1: time but you've already hooked them you told me about a a coca-cola video tell me about that I went to the ASCD conference, and the founder of Education Closet used this Coke video. We didn't know it was a Coke video. She asked us to close our eyes. And we listened to what we believed to be an orchestra, a symphony, playing this wonderful music. And so we were asked what instruments we thought we were hearing. And we, I mean, there was even debate on marimba versus timpani and all these different things. And it was fabulous. And then she showed us the video again. And it was a Coke video. With our eyes open. It was a Coke video using various materials of bottles so plastic the glass glass, different sizes and they were filled with various levels of coke cans yes and there were these three young men one of them's from pentatonix which of course everyone loves and it's all between acapella b-boxing and sound making with your mouth and these various bottles using them as the instruments and it created this entire sound and we were just blown away but what she added to that was if this had been a lesson in the classroom in let's say mathematics or science, we talked about physics earlier. Mm-hmm. What is the physics behind the different levels of liquid what in the bottle? What produces bottles? that tone? What's yes. Producing the tone. If it was mathematics, what proportion of the bottles have to be filled? Or you could create so many different questions about it.
0: In music, the tonal scale and exactly. all exactly. Yes.
1: So then the music, yes. the musical aspect is. How could you compose this? What it would look like on paper? I mean, there were just so many different ways that you could have used that as a in a lesson, and so it was just amazing. But the things are out there; things are already out there to be used. But we, as teachers, have to become more creative and innovative as well in how we present the information to the kids. But I mean, that would totally—we talk about the hook. Oh my gosh, they would be enthralled; that you—they you, they would be hanging on every word.
0: But there's then a lot of teachers in the classroom that need a lot of support in this. A lot of support. professional. Development. Development is the key. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, I'm a third grade teacher who, who did poorly in math, you can help me through this Yes. become that good student yes. teacher.
1: Inspiration and aspiration.
0: Thank you, Paula Johnson. This has been a wonderful Thank conversation. You. Is that what I do want to saying? goodbye for now? Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.